Welcome to Podcasting for Coaches. I'm Brittany Felix, and I'm a podcast launch consultant who specializes in helping coaches and consultants utilize the power of podcasting as a way to build brand awareness and generate new leads for their business. I realize not every new coach or consultant can afford to hire someone to help launch their show, so I created this podcast as a way to guide you through the process of launching and utilizing your very own podcast to help you grow your business and reach a new audience of adoring followers and potential clients. If you're ready to get your voice and podcast out into the world, head over to podcastingforcoaches.com to learn more. Blair is the founder of Blair Badenhop Inc., a global brand strategy and copywriting destination for entrepreneurs in the wellness industry. She has supported 200 plus health coaches, best-selling authors, spiritual teachers, and thought leaders in clarifying and creating their authentic brand strategies online through careful strategy and conversational copy. She's the host of Brand Yourself, a top-rated podcast on iTunes that gives listeners a behind-the-scenes look at what female entrepreneurs in the wellness industry have done to establish successful businesses and standout brands. She is also the mastermind behind Your Wellness Brand a 10-week business mentorship experience that teaches wellness coaches and entrepreneurs how to leverage their purpose and personalities to stand out online. Previously, she worked at the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, Dress for Success, and Harper's Bazaar. So that's Blair's formal bio. And I want to start off by giving my own little bio and saying that Blair and I have been working together for quite some time now. We worked together on the launch for her podcast, and I still continue with her editing her show because I love it. I have limited my client list, but Blair is one of my favorite clients to work with. And I love that she really takes a deep dive with her clients in her podcast, which we're going to talk a little bit about today, how that podcast fits in. But Blair, thank you so much for being on the show. And why don't you just tell us a little bit more about yourself and your podcast? Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, it's been wonderful to work with you too. And I honestly don't know what I'd do without you. Um, (laughs) So I really appreciate your time and energy. And yeah, it's been so much fun. Yeah. So I've been in business for almost five years now doing the brand strategy and copywriting work with my clients. And I started to notice a common thread between a lot of people that I was working with and that there is this pervasive fear that if I'm not successful within a certain period of time, I never will be. Or that it's supposed to look so beautiful on Instagram when I'm an entrepreneur. And if mine doesn't look like that, then I'm not measuring up. And so I think that there's this picture of perfection painted so often about the glamorous lifestyle of an entrepreneur, when in reality, it's one of the hardest things you could ever do in your life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Building a business is a journey. So I really wanted to have conversations with other successful people that I knew personally and that I admired in the industry because wellness is my most favorite industry in the world. And I just feel really deeply passionate about it. And so I wanted to just show my listeners and my clients and my potential clients, my audience that it's not perfect. It takes a lot of work and there is a very up and down journey along the way. And at the same time, it's so important to honor your intuition and to be authentic when you create your brand and when you create an online presence and when you are interacting with your audience and building that audience. I think a lot of times we think we have to be something that we're not or more than we are in order to be successful, to attract people to us. And that is just not true. Our authenticity is what makes us magnetic. And so that's really my philosophy. It's what I've seen over the years in my own business and in working with my own clients. And so these conversations have really been so impactful. People are writing me 
all the time saying, Blair, oh my gosh, I love this episode, or this is helping me so much and seeing there's so many different pathways forward with my business. So it's felt really good to get that response. Yeah, I think I maybe even over over the little while we've been working together, I may have sent a couple notes like, wow, I really liked this part of it, or I really love this part of you know this story. And that's what's going to be my follow-up was how I love that your episodes, which I mean, they're generally a good amount of time. They're 60 minutes, sometimes more. And you don't stop your guests necessarily. Like you don't censor their story. You don't try to get them to give you a condensed version. You really let them take a deep, deep dive into it. And multiple times on your show, I hear your guests say, well, I never even realized this part of the process happened, or I didn't put these two things together until talking about it right now. And that's because you give them that safe, open space where they can just kind of let it flow and it all comes out and it's so genuine and so authentic. And you get the full story from your guests, which I think is so important and so overlooked on so many, you know, general business type of podcasts where people talk about, you know, their entrepreneurial journey. They give kind of a highlight reel, but on your show, you guys dive deep and I love, love, love that you do that. Mm, Thank you. Yeah. I think that I just want it to be super real, you know, like we all Mm -hmm. have our horrible things that have happened to us or really big challenges or huge life lessons. And those are the things that shape us. And oftentimes they're what lead us to starting a business, to getting inspired to help other people with our work. And a lot of people within the wellness and personal growth space do have that experience where the reason that they want to specialize in hormone health is because they struggled with their hormones for a really long Mm -hmm. time. And it was painful or you know, they had an eating disorder and that's what they help people overcome is negative self-talk or, you know, there's so many different things and finding their voice within that and kind of their, their footing is so interesting to hear about because most of my listeners are in those beginning stages of business and they have so many questions, you know, what do I do? Am I doing this wrong? Is this, Mm -hmm. if this isn't working, does that mean something? And what these stories share is that, or show is that, no, you're not doing anything wrong. Like this is your journey. Nobody's path looks the same as anyone else's, as you see from all these conversations. And your story is meant to be messy and imperfect and challenging. You know, Mm -hmm. it's a process. You're becoming more and more yourself and you're evolving as a human and you're finding your way to what you're meant to create. Right. And one thing that I love about what you just kind of said there with, you know, no, you're not doing anything wrong is that the show is called Brand Yourself. Like you're, you know, a branding strategist, but you guys don't necessarily go specifically into like the details of branding. Like I chose this color because of this. And, you know, I do this. Like you talk about those topics, yes. But I think it's more, at least from a listener standpoint, more valuable because you are hearing all of these different ways that people have come into this and come at this and approach this and tried different things. And they have all been successful in the end, you know, maybe not necessarily the route they thought they would go, not necessarily even in the industry they thought they would end up being or, you know, talking about what they thought they were going to talk about in the beginning. But they all got to that spot where they are now, where they feel fulfilled in their business. And that is because it was an authentic journey. And I love that you put that spin on it with the branding. Because I know that for me, branding is not my strong suit. I mean, I'm not a branding strategist by any means. But I still get value from it as a listener because I'm realizing that just like you said, I'm not necessarily doing everything wrong, even though sometimes it can feel that way. Some days I feel like I have no idea what I'm doing, but 
we all have those days. We all have our own journey that we're going on. And we all, as long as we are authentic on that and kind of following where, you know, our internal guide is telling us to go, because there are a lot of different paths that you can choose in entrepreneurship. There's a lot of decisions you have to make. I think that if you just kind of trust yourself and don't let yourself get in the way and you can kind of follow that journey and it will take you right exactly where you were supposed to go. Mm. So yes, your show talks about branding, but it is about so, so, so much more than that. Mm -hmm. So why don't you talk to me a little bit about why you decided to start the show and how it fits into your business at the moment? Yeah. So my mission is to empower entrepreneurs to leverage who they are to stand out online. I believe that the more authentic you are and the more you lean into your natural gifts and where you feel really called to be of service, the more you magnetize the right opportunities and the right clients and the, and the things that you're supposed to do in this lifetime. Mm -hmm. So it goes pretty deep. <laughs> and I do believe that brands are magnetic, not because of what they look and sound like necessarily, because of what they feel like. And so that's what I was really trying to get across with the branding piece of things. And I started it because, you know, like I said earlier, I wanted to have these really raw conversations with other female entrepreneurs. I feel really passionate about highlighting the successes of other women as a way to inspire and motivate women who also want to start businesses. So Anyway, that's you know my bigger reason behind it. And I also strategically wanted to connect more intimately with my audience. I felt like blogging and being on social media wasn't really deepening my relationship with the people that were in my world. And so I thought podcasting might be something that could work as a great way to connect with them more regularly and to build a real relationship with them where they can get to know me better and what I do better. So that was part of the reason as well. And the way that it's played a role in my business now is that I really feel like I have a stronger, more intimate connection with my listeners, with my followers. I find that people are sharing about the episodes in the show a lot, like every single week. Mm -hmm. And that has really expanded my reach. Also, my guests share their episodes as well. So I'm getting in front of their audiences and they're finding me. And what's also happening is that my clients are finding me through my podcast. So that's turning out to be the first touch point before they even find my website or anything. They're finding my show first. And I don't know what the conversion rate is because the numbers really aren't that helpful at this mm -hmm. point, but <laughs> I get a lot of one-on-one -on -one or group coaching clients from my show. And I think it just is a testament to the content speaking to them and me also understanding my audience from the get-go and knowing what they would have wanted to hear from me and what insight they would want to gain from each episode. So I think just the fact that I'm really conscious of them and where they're at on their journeys and then bringing them these thought leaders and you know amazing human beings on the planet to share the ins and outs of their businesses, which honestly is amazing that people are doing for free because this information is <laughs> invaluable. Mm -hmm. I just think that that trust and that connection that they're building with me is making them want to hire me. So I would say it's definitely built my audience, strengthened my relationship with my, my current audience, and also gotten me more clients. Awesome. I love that. So one thing that really stood out to me there was that you felt like your connection with your audience pre-podcast wasn't, you know, that deep and intimate, which I have noticed as well. Social media is so busy. Everybody's lives are so chaotic. And social media is like, this thing is in my feed right at this moment. I'm going to react right now and then I'm going to move on. 
They're not taking the time to like sit and focus and be present with you so that social media blogging connection can be very superficial or very surface level. And your podcast and your experience is absolutely proof that when you can really draw that, you know, that listener in for, in your case, I mean, you've had episodes go up to close to an hour and a half and people are sitting through with you and having someone's undivided attention for an hour and a half is so huge. And I just don't know any other platform where that happens. I mean, even with video, they're still on their computer or they're still on their phone. So they're still getting text messages. They're still getting, you know, these different distractions that are coming in as opposed to a podcast when they can do that while they're maybe have their hands busy, you know, maybe they're at the gym or something, but their mind is 100% focused on you. So thank you for sharing that experience. And I want to kind of touch point really quickly on your listeners and your guests sharing your episodes, because this is something that a lot of podcasters struggle with. Is there anything that you do that you think helps facilitate that sharing process? Like, do you provide your guests with emails and images? Because I don't really hear you talk about on the podcast, you know, please share this episode with your friends. I know there are so many podcasters who throw that in there all the time and their audience still does not share. So what do you think makes that work for you? Mm. You know, I probably should say that, (laughs) but I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'll try it out. But I, I think that people just feel called to share the episode because they feel inspired by it. And then also I always repost any shares on Instagram stories. Hmm. So that person is getting in front of my audience on Instagram and I have over 25,000 Instagram followers. So I think people also are like, Ooh, maybe she'll share it, you know, so they may share it. And I also encourage them to do that. I'll even say, if you liked an episode, screenshot it and share it, you know, I'll do that on social a lot. And then as far as my guests go, I really only ask them to share on social media or repost. And so my business manager sends them an email when the episode is live with links to the episode on my site with graphics for them to share. So I have different kinds of graphics for Insta story and Instagram posting, and also quick little sound bites from the episode. So little previews. So it's kind of like a fun little thing to share about an episode that's a little bit different. And then there are some people that will, you know, if they have a book coming out or something or their book just came out, they'll send a recap email with all the different podcasts they've been interviewed on. But I don't really ask anyone to do anything extra. I just really appreciate them sharing on Instagram because I just feel like a lot of eyeballs are are there. And also Mm -hmm. on Instagram stories specifically, that's really where more engagement is. So yeah, I mean, I think there's probably more that I could be doing, but for now it seems to be working pretty good. Right. And so one of the benefits I I would think from doing this podcast and from sharing, you know, having your listeners share and your guests share and you having this interaction and this engagement on social media, and I know that you specifically mentioned this prior to this call, is it is helping you become more established as a thought leader in your industry, in the wellness industry. And that has led to speaking engagements. Mm-hmm. So do you mind talking about what that has been like and how you feel the podcast has played a role in getting those speaking engagements? Yeah. I mean, I like to say this on my show a lot, but I feel like there are a few ways to really establish yourself as a thought leader in the world today. It's by writing a book or starting a podcast. And I think when you really position yourself as an expert and know your shit and (laughs) you deliver great guests and conversations of value and people are seeing that, then other people pay attention too. And it also gives you some good street cred, you know? Mm -hmm. So I don't know like if it's been because they've listened to the show or not, but I, I do find that people 
will email me and say, Hey, you know, I've been loving your show. I'd love to, you know, have you on my podcast, or I'll have a guest on my show and she'll invite me to be on her podcast too. Or last year, I got invited to a few different speaking engagements. And I do feel like because of the platform I've created through the show, I, I have again that credibility, that, you know, swagger around mm-hmm. what, I, what I do in a different way. I felt like before my show, I was more invisible. I was a bit more behind the scenes, really kind of just being that creative that helps people really bring their brands to life. And then this is my platform to really have a voice and an opinion and a philosophy around my work that is not necessarily the same as anyone else's. So I think that all of that definitely gave me a bit more of that thought leader status, more so than I ever had before. Awesome. Now with the speaking engagements, I know that there are a lot of coaches or consultants who are interested in doing that. That's actually one of my objectives as well is to get into speaking at conferences and things like that. So when you find that these engagements come up, are you reaching out to them? Are they reaching out to you? Do you have to put like a pitch together? Do you have like a sample deck? How has that worked in getting those arranged? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sometimes people just reach out and email me. But the one that I was most proud of from last year, I spoke at Well Summit, which is a really big wellness event, a two-day event in New York City and in different areas of the country. And so I had submitted myself to be a speaker all around this topic of branding and authenticity, which has really been solidified through my show. And so Mm -hmm. I got invited to speak after submitting myself. And I do think that having a podcast really helped me. So I would say that that's definitely one element. And then, yeah, I mean, for the most part, I pitch myself more than I get invited. But I do feel like the show is definitely something that I can hang my hat on and say, you know, I have this many downloads, this many episodes, this many guests, this many subscribers or people that download each episode. This is my Instagram following, you know, like, so I feel like as I've had the show for almost a year and a half now, a lot of great things have come my way. And I think it's just a matter of energetically, like putting myself out there and having that voice and a platform to really showcase what I care about and what I love to talk about what I'm good at. I love that. I have like a huge smile on my face right now because I love when people talk about how opportunities have come up and things have happened because of a podcast because there are so many things that can come your way from a podcast that most of the time you probably never even dreamed of. And I love hearing people talk about all the different new exciting things they've been able to do since starting their podcast. So to wrap up here with one final question, for the millennial female coach or consultant who is out there grinding on social media and she's just not really getting that deep connection with her audience and you know not getting the leads that she wants and she's considering starting a podcast, what advice would you give her for making sure that that podcast really sets her up for success and is a good representation of her brand and her authentic personality? Mm, that's such a good question. I would say that you first have to be clear on what you want to be known for. So based on what your business is right now, what is at the heart of it? What's the mission of it? What's your secret sauce? What is your philosophy? And when you're clear on that, then you can create a show around that message. You want to make sure it really aligns with your brand. And it's not a topic that's like kind of off base from your brand. Because I think I see a lot of people doing that where they have like they have a nutrition business and then they interview nutritionists about their businesses. <laughs> and it's like, well, right. how are you going to get clients from that? You know? So I think you just want to be really clear on 
that aspect of things because then you're going to attract the potential clients that you want through the show. And that's what I did. And I think that's why my show has been such a huge asset for me in getting clients. So I would say that would be my number one piece of advice to make sure that you're really rooted in what you stand for and thinking of a show that would really highlight that. Awesome. Well, Blair, thank you so much for being on the show and sharing your wisdom and your experience from having done this podcast for quite some time. Most people fade out. You have not. You seem to be going stronger than ever. And I'm super excited to see where you take the show and what new opportunities come up for you. And thank you so much for creating your show where these incredible women have a safe space to come and share their journey, the ups and downs, and just be their true authentic selves. You're amazing. Your show is amazing. The links for it will be in the show notes for this episode, of course, and everyone needs to go check it out. Mm. Thanks, Blair. Thank you, Brittany. And that wraps up another episode of Podcasting for Coaches. If you'd like to connect with me further, you can do so on Instagram at Podcasting for Coaches. If you know it's time to finally get serious about starting your podcast, go to podcastingforcoaches.com and click on the work with me tab in the main menu to learn more about my one-on-one launch consultation packages or my self-paced online course. And I look forward to seeing the podcast that you create and put out into the world. Bye.